Welcome to Record Night. I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. Today's episode, we're doing Blood Incantation Time Wave Zero. Yeah, a review episode of the new mm-hmm. Blood Incantation album. Um, and, but before we get started, uh, yeah. if you want to find us on social media, we are on Facebook at Record Night. Uh, you can email us at recordnightpod at gmail.com. We got a Twitter at record underscore night. Or go to Instagram, we're at Record Night Pod. So we're all over. Yeah, and yeah, thanks for social media, I guess, guys. Um, <laughs> so this came out February, late February 25th, you said? Uh, yeah, February 25th. Yeah, and so uh, I listened to it the Friday it came out. I'm sure you have too, and I've listened to it. I've been listening uh, to it a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. Not so, to give too much away, but I'm really digging it. So you guys know Blood Incantation. They are a death metal co- or cosmic death metal band, I guess what you call them. But mm-hmm. this is this record is not death metal at all. Yeah. So the reason I really wanted to talk about this one because I feel like if they did a, a normal release, I we probably wouldn't talk about. It. Maybe we would. I like Blood and Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. We'd see. But they did something interesting where they did kind of a retro synth soundscape thing. Like something they're calling cosmic cinematic and epic dark analog psychedelia. It's that's a that's a great um, explanation. What this is, it's ambient for sure. So if you guys like Stars of the Lid, you might like this. Um, yeah, guys- this is they. Yeah, it's like very Tangerine Dream, very John Carpenter. Yeah, and it's a it's a bubbler. I guess that's what put it to me. As in, as in everything rises and then falls. It, it, so it's if you watch, if you listen to it on like a, it's two tracks basically. Io and uh, uh, Ia. Yeah, it's two tracks. Each one's kind of broken up into like four movements, but they yeah. are just like you know single sides of a record. Mm-hmm. But and, again, it's not a death metal album. No, which, which is is it cool is it dumb? Part? Is it brave? Mm-hmm. I don't know because this band has like white hot heat like they are super hyped right now mm-hmm. like people are like super watching them and they're and like then, yeah we'll do a we'll do an ambient album yeah, yeah I, I go online they call us an ep but it's 40 minutes long it's a fucking record yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the cool thing about this is that i mean you look at if you look at the I mean, they've been around for about 10 years um around that yeah time. something like that but then i have two records and this is their third if you're gonna call this a record, and it's it's really fucking cool. Like it's uh it's it's kind of light on what you'd expect from any sort of rock band. It's right, yeah. Like they did a really good job making a like a an ambient album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but I think it's it's kind of crazy because I feel like other bands have tried this mm-hmm. and have just gotten hate for it. Uh, like, I don't, I'm not seeing a lot of hate because if you listen to stuff like, like the last one, there's, you can hear uh, you know basically where this stuff sort of come come from with these guys. Oh, for sure. But, like this is always kind of there, but yeah. like Wolves in the Throne Room did something like this. I think the album was called like Celestite or something and, like that, where they did like a dark ambient album, and everyone was like, "This fucking sucks." Where's my <laughs> Where's my black metal? Um, I think Neurosis. They they kind of did like a side project thing called Tribes mm. of Neurote, which is more, yeah. uh, you know, kind of like ambient soundscapes and stuff that people like that one. Uh, the Melvins did an album kind of like that? this. There's is more. It's called a uh, Shadow of Destiny. Colossus of Destiny. That's what so what's, your, what's your thoughts. What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, 
It's I, I tried listening to it again the other day. There's is less kind of relaxing ambient and more <laughs> uh, like an hour of them kind of making weird noises. But I still like appreciate it. Yeah, but. Okay. This one actually is very pleasant to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful. It's celestial. It feels like you're floating through space, um, which is, I guess, I mean, it's pretty on point for for what they do. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to anything. And it's it's not what you expect, which is great. I actually yeah. really appreciate that. I, I love like I love this kind of music. Like yeah. Uh after listening to it, I listened, you know, I sat down and listened to a bunch more like Tangerine Dream, who I already liked mm-hmm. ahead of this. Uh I get John Carpenter from this, so I listen to like John Carpenter scores and just yeah. like the the inspirations there. And I really like I really dig it. They do a really, really good job of like pulling it off. It doesn't feel like a gimmick. It feels like something that they actually really wanted to do. And yeah, a lot of people think that all even sounds the same, but they're two distinct sides of this thing. Like, like, mm-hmm. like you can tell these are separate pieces. Um, so if you're, if you're, if you're the least bit interested, I would do, I would check it out. And if you're expecting that death metal, do not listen to this record. Yeah. But if you do, like, I guess, Check it out if you don't like death metal. Yeah, yeah, uh, you mean, it's yeah. an interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I actually really like their their brand of death metal. They're from they're from Denver, um, mm-hmm. and they do kind of like classic death metal, but with these like I don't, classic sci fi themes of just mm-hmm. like yeah. weird sci fi stuff. They've got like a lot of like longer tracks. The al- I love the album marks. I I love like old retro sci fi book covers. Sure, sure. Uh, so they have, they've got two albums. They've got Star Spawn, which came out in 2016, and then uh, Hidden History of the Human Race, which uh, is fantastic. That, yeah, that one's my favorite of the two. Yeah. Uh, they're just they're so cool. And Hidden History uh, ends with a little bit of like an ambient thing, yeah, at the end of it, uh, which I think kind of hints at this one. Um, yeah, these guys are a cool. <laughs> they're a cool band. <laughs> It's yeah. it's hard to talk about this record due to the fact that it's just it's just hard to talk about because it's ambient tracks, you know, like yeah, it's you just got to kind of like sit down and listen to it. There are, I mean, there are some like standout moments I really like. I think it's Movement Three from IO, which yeah, it, yeah. it really fully embraces the John Carpenter ness <laughs> of everything. It, well, it's really transcendent, which is a horrible word to use for any any sort of disturbing music, but it really like. You're gonna get some good feelings. Listen to this at certain points. It's a, mm-hmm. it's peaceful. I imagine I could probably, I could probably, I mean, study. I guess to this. I mean, there's, but I, I do feel like it. It does, it does. Um, deserve like a, a, a focused listen. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, like, which, which a lot of ambient people just have on the background. It's ambient for, for Christ's sake. But um. But um, no, th- I feel like if you sit down and focus on this, you're gonna get a lot out of it. Yeah. So I noticed in the so the two tracks they're mm-hmm. they're distinct from each other and they take kind of different approaches. Like the first mm-hmm. track, um, IO, I think is the one I prefer because it kind of feels like four distinct movements. Like each individual movement is doing something different, uh, but it all okay. kind of feels like one track. The second one feels like it's evolving into like developing a theme uh which comes out in movement three and then when you hit movement four it they keep with the same theme but they like it falls apart like it it sounds like they're building something up 
you get the thing and then you hear the thing kind of like crumble away. I really want, I know what they did before they released this record, uh, Time Wave Zero, is they performed it live. They had people come, they mm-hmm. performed the whole thing live. And I'm wondering how you, I mean, did they take cues from each other? Like, cause, cause it, it's, it builds so slow and not in a bad way. It's, I'm curious how much of this is kind of like improvised or you play it with feeling. Cause I feel like with this kind of stuff, like you can, there's enough wiggle room in it that you can kind of do stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not, it doesn't feel like it needs to be precisely performed, you know? No, no it's, it's, it's a, it's a wave. Yeah. Uh, it's very fluid. And uh, again, but speaking of that live performance, um, it, they, it was seated only. I think they requested that people show up in like formal, <laughs> where uh as far as I, it might have been like candle lit yeah but yeah there wasn't even and they're they're like really sticking to this they're like this is not a gimmick this is a part of what we do so like when people showed up you know sitting room only candle lit there were only synths on the stage and i think an acoustic guitar like they were like we're yeah. not doing an encore of death metal like we are playing the synth stuff like this is what we're doing we're serious about this and i really i appreciate that about them you can hear the guitar in the, especially in the, at least the second movement mm-hmm. of IO. You can definitely hear it there. And I, I, maybe you could have heard it in other parts of it, but I'd really, would have liked to, I really would have liked to visit that performance. Of I would have loved that. Yeah. 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 And that would have been cool. Cause you know, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see, and I'll also be studying the stuff that they're playing. Like, what is that? Is that like, a, what is, what kind of synth is that? But, um, yeah, it's really cool that, and I, I really feel like the band had out like the, all the band had input on what it sounded like. Even if they didn't play that particular instrument, they all had uh, their thoughts on it. It's not just like, you know, like for example, we'll talk about a band later on in that different episode, but where it's just basically one guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. like like, but um, but no, like what uh, incantation they did a fucking, they took a they gambled on something and it paid off. Yeah, people people seem to be I'm I'm very warm on it, but also people also seem to be very warm on it. Like I was a bit worried for them, you know, seeing the Facebook comments when they announced the album and it was like the only people who commented were like ambient. I'll just wait for the next album. <laughs> so it's like people seem to kind of be like, oh, this is going to suck. And then it came out and everyone was just like, oh, shit. Maybe I like maybe I like ambient music now. Um, maybe so. If you do end up listening to this, and there you kind you don't like know quite where to go or where to find stuff like this. Uh, the first four Tangerine Dream albums are some of my favorites. So you've got uh, Zeit, you've got Rubicon, which is my favorite. You've got Phaedra, and then you've got Atem. Those are all really cool because they kind of build out of these like synth and Mellotron drones, and they do cool stuff, and it's all electronic music from the 70s so you get these you can kind of hear i guess like electronic history being made where it's like people discovering these sounds and these techniques like as it's happening and they're really cool um i mentioned john carpenter yeah you can listen to his like soundtracks or or he has these things called like lost themes which is him just kind of writing movie soundtracks uh for movies that don't exist you could check out sun like maybe this is your this will be your entrance to like drone metal or something that's a little bit more on the ambient end, but it is still heavy. Uh, so yeah. something kind of as like ethereal as this, maybe check out like a uh, pyroclass, which we did an episode on uh, pretty early on actually. Yeah. 
but it was, just yeah, like well, that well, feeling yeah. that feeling of like floating through space or something that's like really kind of like smoky and cool i think it has that quality yeah. to it well better class somewhere i got more of like like stuck in the earth like very mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but uh, it was it was a that was a i've listened i've listened to that since so oh nice yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I think if you're looking for places to go after listening to this, like you, you kind of dig what this is doing. I think that's a way to uh, some directions you could go. Um, Don't listen to Inya. That won't that won't put you in the right mood because <laughs> because like, a lot of people think ambient. They the if they're they're gonna think Inya, and there's a whole lot more than Inya out there. Yeah, <laughs> there's. Ambient. I mean, there, yeah, it's kind of like that new age uh, movement that it's not that great. I think. I like a Laura Crucible, which they came out yeah. with an album last yeah. year that was pretty good. But yeah, yeah. Like drone, the drone works on this one too. Yeah, I imagine those those kind of cross right drone and drone and um and ambient, ambient stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think they they kind of come from like the same headspace and they sound similar. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I think you're right. Oh, I guess you could also do the Brian Eno uh, ambient collections like ambient one music for airports is like that's like the ambient album like it's the one everyone knows yeah maybe check that out uh but yeah Uh, i really 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 like this album um this is probably one of my favorite things released so far this year jesus christ all right well i mean i mean yeah almost it's only march i'm sure there's plenty of time for things to surprise and it is early in the year but this is like if you want to like this is like an for me album i think like it's like i love this retro sci-fi shit i love this retro analog ambient shit like this, it feels like this album was made specifically for me so thank you blink right. incantation for making me an album. <laughs> <laughs> so blink station time with zero uh we it's it's probably still at your local record, record store i don't know if it's sold out i'm not sure i i've yeah. been seeing people have been getting their copies i've been flipping through you know the record instagram and seeing a lot of people with their copies. So I think it I've, came out. I don't think the physical version launched the same day that the album came out, but I think it, it must've finally released. Are you going to pick it up? I'm going to try to. Yeah. yeah. I, I might do, I might do that too, but I'm tired. I'm kind of terrified to go to the record store to do the fact that I'm like, I'm going to come up with seven things. I'm going to take a month to listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm a, uh, I'm pacing myself. <laughs> so, <Good call>. uh, <laughs> But I mean, I'm going to be visiting you next weekend, and we're so, we're definitely going to the record store. So okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, and I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to travel with the. We'll talk about it off here. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, um, so guys, thanks for listening. Uh, that was our short little aside about Blood Incantation Time Wave Zero. Yeah, check uh, it out. And. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can just say goodbye, right? We don't yeah. need to our outro. We uh, no no outro here. Uh, uh, all right, we'll That's it, right? That's it. We'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see you later. Listen, that- go listen to some music. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah.